All right, podcast family, this is hot off the press. The FDA has approved Brexifeme, a new antifungal drug for treating vaginal yeast infections. This drug represents the first new antifungal drug class in 20 years. But how does this medication actually work? And what's the dose? And does this medication work for recurrent vaginal cases? Well, we're going to cover all of that. But please also note that there are also some cautionary items that we have to address here. Ready? Let's cover this now. This is Clinical Pearls. Well, before we get started, I do need to tell you, I've got great friends at the FDA, and I love what they do. I'm thankful for them, but sometimes they pass some things that just don't really make a lot of sense, and that may be the case here. Now, the good news is, is that this is the first of a new class of triterpenoid antifungal drugs, and this drug type actually kills the candida species, unlike the most common kind of oral medication used to treat these cases, diflucan or fluconazole, that simply serves to inhibit the growth of the yeast. In other words, this new medication is fungicidal, not just fungostatic. Now, although this new medication is definitely welcome and needed in this space of vaginal candidiasis, because that really is kind of the vein of the gynecologist's existence, along with chronic pelvic pain, because they're just hard to treat, not all experts are impressed by the FDA's approval of Brexifeme because of its clinical trial data, which we're going to cover in just a minute. I think one of the main reasons that the FDA approved this is that this new medication is available as a pill and really is the first alternative to oral fluconazole, which has existed for decades. Now, antifungal drugs work by interfering with some key part of the fungal cell. Brexifene blocks, here's a clinical pearl, glucan synthase, which is an enzyme that's an essential component of making the fungal cell wall, making it fungicidal. Fuconazole, on the other hand, targets a different enzyme, making it not fungicidal, but just fungostatic. The FDA based its brexanafine approval based on the results of two placebo-controlled phase 3 studies enrolling more than 500 patients combined. Let's get into that trial result next because it probably is not what you think. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The main goal of each phase three study was to measure the percentage of patients that achieved a clinical cure. That's a complete resolution of the signs and symptoms of infection. But not all who took the study medication had results. In the second phase three clinical trial, which actually had much better results than the first phase three clinical trial, 63.3% of patients achieved the main study goal compared to 44% of those who received a placebo. Now, those results were statistically significant, and I think that's what the FDA saw. But remember, we're talking about 63% cure 
compared to 44% placebo. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen something over 80% or 90%, wouldn't you? But it was 63.3%. So even though it was only 63%, I believe the FDA approved this because the mechanism of action really is quite novel. It's an oral medication and we haven't had anything new in 20 years since fluconazole was approved. So the data is not great, but it does offer yet another medical tool to fight this foe of vaginal candidiasis. In all of the clinical trial settings, Brexifeme reported no systemic problems associated with its use. Most of the treatment-related adverse events were gastrointestinal like diarrhea or nausea or abdominal pain, and 85% were classified as mild and half of them lasted a day or less. Well, what's the dose of this medication? Well, the dose is four pills in one day. It's two 150 milligram pills in the morning and then two 150 milligram pills taken 12 hours later. So four pills of 150 milligrams each divided by 12 hours. Medical experts in women's health have stated that although brexifeme has been approved as a first-line treatment, it will likely be prescribed for patients whose infections don't clear with other agents. But that data is not out yet, and we're going to get to that here in just a minute. Okay, so here's what's to come as we wrap up this podcast. There's two main areas that we have to cover. First is a company is conducting a phase three clinical trial that is testing the drug as a preventative measure for recurrent vulvovaginal cases. So if you automatically started thinking, wow, this is great for patients that have recurrent cases, absolutely right. And that's how most experts, as we've already stated, are likely going to use it. But that data is actually not out yet. And the second issue to keep in mind is that the FDA is requiring the manufacturer to conduct post-market studies, including one to assess the risks to pregnant women, the developing fetus, and another study about how much the product goes into the breast milk of lactating women. So we do not have that data yet. So if you're thinking about using this in pregnancy, there is zero data about its safety or efficacy in the pregnant population. Well, so there you have it. Brexifeme, just approved in June of 2021 by the FDA for treating vulvovaginal candidiasis. In the phase three clinical trial, the second one, the results showed 63% efficacy compared to 44% placebo. But we still have a lot of unknowns regarding this medication. Thankfully, we do have something else to offer patients, but it's actually not even available for purchase yet. It was just approved, and the company thinks it won't be available to purchase till likely the end of 2021. Well, as always, thanks for being part of our podcast family, and we'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.